0: was your fault still your love fought for me you have been so so good to me when I felt no words you paid it all for me you have been so so
1: so come ladies and gentlemen for tonight is podcast the night show we are so much happy to receive you all by the grace of god really this is such an awesome and wonderful moment in the presence of god ladies and gentlemen if you're there and you've just joined in please feel free um to comment to like the show you can even uh, really um uh, you can even encourage And you recommend your friends on Facebook, on WhatsApp. You can send them the link. And I'll put the link on the status in your inboxes. So you can just uh, recommend it to your friends. They can join in. And really, we learn together tonight. And there are several couple of things that we are going to be learning as children of God tonight. And we're going to be dealing with what we call lust. How can you overcome lust as a child of God? How can you deal with such a habit in life? Of course, it's like any other addiction in life. Of course, um, most of times we have so many areas in life that really are very hard for us to deal with. But when we wake up in the morning and we make a decision really to trust in the living Father and learning these things, it helps us to be as a foundation to strengthen us. And really, we are helped to overcome them by the grace of God. No one is an expert. No one is a pro in the area as long as we're a Christian always you need people to encourage you to help you out talk to you to give you solutions and there are so many people that have experienced the same problems but just due to uh, what we call um, dedication they dedicate themselves the living father for, for 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 transformation and this transformation happens as a process When you meet different people in life that have experienced the same things and they encourage you, they give you the way out. As we are starting up tonight, let's pray. Father, we thank you tonight. You are such a wonderful Father, wonderful God that you've loved us and we are in your presence. Therefore, we take this opportunity, King of Glory, to give you praise and to give you honor because you're such a wonderful God. We welcome you in our presence. We believe that everything is possible before you. And we believe that, King of Glory, Father, without you, there's nothing we can do. We want to trust you with our lives, our destinies, everything that we are performing and everything that we are doing under this topic as we are trying to go deeper understanding how to deal with this kind of a weakness we pray that as the Holy spirit you are in our midst that you lead us and help us to win in the name of Jesus son of the living God thank you men and amen thank you for coming everybody let's just have a simple break and then we continue with our study you breathe your life in me We've been so so kind to me. of course god is so kind when we think about those wonderful lyrics uh, most of the times before i go deeper in what we call the melds of the song sometimes i think of the uh, the lyrics that really produced uh, what was the mind of the singer what was the mind of this person that sang this kind of a song, really, it was lackless love. Jesus Christ exhibited His love through crucifixion, suffering, resurrection, and even His death. Why? He wanted to rescue us from sin. Why? He wanted to make uh, to have an access between us and God. No, be, an access to heaven. Why? He wanted us to have a relationship with Christ Jesus, with God. Because we had the debt that we disobeyed from the beginning. The Bible says, through one man, the entire world, it was accounted to it to be a sinful world. And every of us, we were sinners. But again, we have good news that through one man, salvation came to the entire humanity. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, those are some of the bad news that start, but at the end, always God has a solution of how he handles things. However, as Christians, when we get saved, there are certain things that always we encounter in life. And one of the things I've come to talk about is about dealing with lust. Okay, uh, lust has um, four letters and love have four letters. Of course, there is what we call a vis-a-vis uh, between lust and love. Sometimes we're mistaken. Um we term lust to be love and we term love to be lust. so um, sometimes we confuse them but tonight really we are going to discover which is which and uh that's that's what that's one of the wonderful things that you need to discover as a child of god in this instance therefore ladies and gentlemen tonight as we are learning and we are going on and continuing with our really wonderful lesson please just open up your heart Open up your ears and get your pen and a paper and you're going to be noting down certain things just for yourself that you can put in the foundation of your life. I know everyone is really, really, really attacked in this way and in various aspects of life. It could be properties. It could be things that you see around you. It could be anything. It may not be just only on sex, women and men and so on, but even the things that around you. Really they matter.
0: no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't sit down, coming after me. There's no shadow you won't
1: As I told you whenever I think about the lyrics in this song that there is no mountain that he can't climb up, just coming after you. There is no wall that he won't kick down, just coming after you. The lyrics are very rich uh, in their meaning. However, I just want to jump into what really I want to uh, focus on tonight. Let me give a simple introduction in this way. Ladies and gentlemen. Are things in life that really we cannot lie about ourselves? However, we need to put focus on and see how really we can overcome these kind of things in life. (laughs) Otherwise, uh, it's really hectic and very weird when you give it when you give it attention. Sometimes we ask ourselves questions: how really can I be amongst my friends? And I talk about lust. And how do we define lust? How do we define love? Today, I may not handle so much on the perspective of love, but I'm handling the perspective of lust. Where does it come from? Have you ever realized that most of people, that there is a percentage in this world, most of the percentage, um, you end up even when you enter into marriage, but when the cause was all about the lust. Now, lust has what we call in a bracket, what we call a crush. <laughs> now something is very controversial here something what you call a huh. but it's just a short period of time to have a crush on someone and afterwards it turns to be something different someone may ask a question so when I have a crush on someone does it mean that I'm lustful no let me open up this Before you go there, hear this. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. This is Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 6. Corinthians chapter 2 verse 7 says, Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. And following the word has been taught. When you receive the teaching, someone is telling me about the network. Is it the same way to the rest of people? God help me out. If the network is not stable to the rest of people, please tell me. I can fix it up uh, very fast before we really uh, continue. I just want to be very genuine. So you can comment and tell me how the network is to your side. You know, I'm not using directed data i'm just using wi-fi but it is a bit disturbing if i had my data it would have been totally different anyway someone is saying it is right so the one who have said the network is not okay please fix up your network wherever you are (laughs) anyway i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm just kidding okay i have some few things to share here and they are really very interesting one we need to first understand what really It means by the topic that I brought up, which is called lust. First of all, you need to know when you talk about lust, the opposite of lust is purity. And the purity is required in the life of a Christian. Every Christian, purity is required. So whenever you find yourself that you have lust in different things, the properties, the things that you're seeing around, in other words, there is a demand for you to have what you call purity. And how do we do this? This is the way how we are going to learn it. This this is the way how we are going to learn it. Let's do it in this way. One, the difference between lust and admiration or desire. Lust is just a stronger desire. A stronger desire but which is sexual. Most especially people related to what you call uh, sexual. Secondly, it can be related even to what is a prop, uh, in, the format of, in the form of property. Or it can be even um, in the form of the luxurious things, the fancies, fancy things. There is what you call admiring something, and there is what you call lust for something. So when you admire something, most of the times admiring is okay, it is good. And desire is good. And the Bible says that God can fulfill our desires, that is if at all they are in line with his will. However, the strongest sexual desire, most especially it is being put as on billboard. When I'm talking about billboard, I want to bring the perspective that is so much loud and soundful to everyone. We we'll never talk about lust, everyone, the mind, the perspective runs to what we call the sexual desire or the strong sexual desire. Jesus comments, he makes a statement, once you look at a woman and you admire her, it means you have already committed adultery. Now, what was he meaning? What kind of a perspective have you looked into this woman? And what have you developed? The intentions matters in this. So the intention that you have when you've looked at the woman or the man that is going to either to lead you to what you call evil thought, or it could be just like appreciating someone. You can look at someone just appreciate someone who's dressing cold, someone who's smartness, someone who's whatever and so on. And sometimes we admire people's actions when it comes to what they do, what they um, really uh, do in terms of actions and so on. Some people are just jolly, some people are just good in life, some people are just really hopeful and others are really... Um, um generous others are open others are joyous there are so many characteristics that really you can point out uh to bring it as a, a kind of appreciation but admiration most especially it is so much in what you call respect and appreciation however you need to understand that all of us in life will last we all last but again before we, we look at what really uh what really how to deal with it we need to know what brings it first of all i've talked about like things and second i've talked about this first sight now when you look at someone at first sight you admire someone whose appearance then you get attracted now attraction can either develop admiration can either <laughs> develop what you call lust or it can develop what you call love. This is where you need to be in the midst of a perspective of what you call discernment. So you must be able to discern which is which, what kind of intention. Now, the, all those three things that I've talked about, admiration, lust, and love, all of them come about when the intention or what you have intended to put in your mind it's what is going to be developed and it's what is going to be a result. If you look at a lady in a perspective, in a, in, uh, with an intention of having sex with her, automatically you've done what you call adultery or fornication if you're not married. When you look at a girl and you appreciate really and you say that, hey, this girl is so smart, this man is so smart, that is admiration. You're admiring of what someone has. Or what someone has put on so that's what we call smartness so you admire the smartness of someone then when it comes to lust no when it comes to love there's what you call a genuine appreciation and then it is gone it is it is it goes beyond what you call admiration and, and you begin to develop an intention of creating a relationship with that person. So love deals with a relationship, and from relationship, that's when it goes into deeper with what we call courtship. And from courtship will result into what we call marriage issues and so on. And those are stages. So you can look at someone, it may mean Anything depending on how your perspective is. Therefore, if your perspective is wrong, then it's going to be accountable, or it's going to be retaken to be as a lustful life. However, there are things that you need to understand. What leads to what? What leads or what does lust lead to? Lust lead to loss of respect. First of all, you lose respect. Even when you approach a girl and at first sight just you just admire her in a format of last really it's going to be a loss of respect before you with that girl there is a way how things changes even the the the, the way how someone has been giving you respect really changes and deteriorating unless when it is true love and this always happens if it is true love when she has accepted and she has given you an opportunity to run your life with her, share the same life with her, share the same concepts, the same aspects, the same uh, perspectives, the same motives, the same thoughts, the same plans, and so on. That is totally different. And the more she will give you the respect just because it is a true love developed among us your people. And you never know, even Hash might have gotten the same thing on you. Most especially, there is a connection. There is a connection. So, lust doesn't have a connection. Lust is all about, I want to do it then and then, and it's done. First of all, let me give you an example. This is what lust does. When a woman accepts uh, to go with you in the act of sex, after playing with her sex, the only thing which is going to happen, the man is going to hurt the woman at that moment whether man or woman you feel like you no longer need that person again at that moment because that was last. but love it has its characteristics it is patient it is um it has characteristics i may not mention all of them but i never wanted to go into description of love i want to focus on this only so you're going to lose the respect secondly It's going to create what you call guilty in the life of a believer. You as a believer, you're going to feel guilty. Why did I really do this? Why? Because it is a sin. It is a sin. Anyone who commits a sin and really the Holy Spirit is in your life, you're going to be feeling guilty because there is a condemnation of what you've done which is not right. So in the life of a believer, there is always what you call conviction. There is what you call conviction, condemnation of the sin that is committed. You have looked at her in a perspective of wanting to sleep with her and that is your intention. At the end of the day, you're going to lose it at all and you're going to feel guilty. One of the weapons the devil uses to win you and always to put you down and think that things can't be solved is to bring what you call guilty in your life. So whenever you sin, whenever you make a mistake, always you're going to feel guilty. And that's what the devil wants. But remember God says that fear not because he, had, he has overcome fear not always god encourages us not to fear so however much mistakes have happened in life however much things have happened in life because there is no way how we can go away with these situations that always we pass through every day and every time but what helps us god himself calls us back to him he says repent my grace is sufficient therefore There are some of the things that you need really to understand and discover. It it creates uncomfortability in a person. You feel uncomfortable. Lust brings uncomfortability in your life. But love brings what you call stability. There is a contentment that happens in your life. Now you can see the difference. There is a contentment. You see, with lust, you have a lot of desires and admirations. But with love, there is contentment and there is stability. So that is the difference. It separates a person from God's embrace. That always happens. Because you feel like you're not holy. You feel like you've done something wrong. You feel like you've fallen. So you're going to lose the focus. And the end result is going to be, you're going to feel like you're separated from God's embrace. God's embrace, it could be presence. It could be the the presence of God. It could be anything. Something like that. Then there is what you call, there is what you call discourages love meant for marriage and for God. By the way, you need to know that. This thing discourages what we call love meant for marriage and for God. Marriage and for God. These are the things that you need to put more focus on. Another thing is that limits relationships with people and God. Another thing is Calls for brem and judgment upon someone's life. Someone's life. If you really realize that, hope you understand the points I'm making. Okay? I don't want to be divided. <laughs> someone's life. There is what we call a limit relationship between a people and God. Then it calls for a brem and judgment upon someone life. that's why after doing it always you have that judgmental perspective in your life hey, what have I done where have I done it I'm done I think I'm nothing I think I'm this and this and this something like that however last year I just want to deal with this how can we deal with it how can we deal with it one thing Take it to God in prayer. Pray. Sometimes we discriminate prayer. Sometimes we despise prayer. Prayer is very important because that's the only way how really we communicate with God. And without prayer, there's no way how really we can have the communion with God. It's one of the things. Like the way how you talk to your father and your mother, the way how you talk to your friends at home and everywhere there is that there is what you call that close relationship that always created in prayer because you're speaking to your daddy so take it to god in prayer secondly set of discipline Oh, set standards proverbs chapter 12 and verse 1 can really tell you that if someone has uh, a bible if anyone having a bible please you can help me out and you post that scripture proverbs chapter 12 and verse 1 that people can really understand what i'm talking about have self-discipline when you feel like uh, your body has begun to react go and do something always make yourself busy that's what i call it. What, that's what i mean by self-discipline do some things that are going to help your mindset not be focused on what you've done you would have done evil but you focus on something which is right and which is um helping you to overcome size so that's one of the criteria that is one of the things that can help you then hear from others support base they're not called support base what others say receive counsel allow to be counseled allow to be advised share with the people that are closely with you or that are close with you they'll help you out then there is something i'm going to mention which is really very crucial and need to put more emphasis on it avoid the pornography cast no second look avoid pornography even when you are scrolling on your tiktok when you're scrolling on your facebook the first look might not mean much but the intention now to want to look at it again that's going to bring problems so avoid the pornography secondly do not cast a second look mistaken at first you've looked at something and it is not good maybe a lady is naked maybe a man is naked and so on and other things that there are so many things that we are exposed on what we call world literature so make sure that you don't put a second or you don't cast a second look Embed ourselves in a Christian disciplines that I've talked about, that reading the Bible. Christian disciplines, I mean, read the Bible, be in the scriptures, always uh, make sure that you're looking for knowledge. Engage yourself in a Christian groups like Heart of Worship. We have a group on WhatsApp. Engage there. Do the assignments. Do the reading of the Bible. Read the scriptures, so and so, such and such, something like that. Then you have what you call self-control. Now, self-control, it cannot be really happen without the Holy Spirit. So you need the Holy Spirit to help you so that you can have self-control in this instance. So these are all ways how really you can control and deal with what you call lust. Redirect the desire to something else. And this is very common in most of people. So if you feel like your desire is leading you to last, please redirect it. Redirect. re-direct I mean you had a certain direction, now you change to another direction. That's why I'm telling you when you wake up in the morning, please do certain things. Do housework. Engage yourself in different activities. If you're on WhatsApp, if you're on phone, please avoid the sites that are having pornographic uh, exposures avoid the the sites that are having even there are sometimes that you won't go with the tiktok with whatsapp and so on people are going to keep on sending because that's what the devil does but try to avoid that's why i've told you cast no second look on what you've seen at first when you see that it is not right scroll to the next thing and ever be contented, don't look, because whenever you are exposed on pornography, always you you won't have what you call satisfaction. Every time there is going to be a need, a desire to see more, to see more. Whatever that you see, you feel like no, this did not do it well. No, these ones are not perfect. So you always feel like you want to see more, to see more, to see more. That is a desire. Redirect the desire to something else. So and the second last, consider the consequences. Just know that whatever we are doing, there are consequences for what, we, for what we have done. Then above all, fear God and observe his commandments. And God, that is God's consciousness. Therefore, let's trust God for transformation and walk according to the God's will in life. In order to walk in spirit since our God is spirit. My view on this matter is that looking is not lasting until you are burning with the passion David had for Bathsheba. And we see that example of David. I repeat this statement. Looking is not bad. Looking is not lasting. Until you are burning with the passion David had for Bathsheba. So when David looked, it would have stopped there. But not until he developed in his desire. He desired to look for more. He desired to look more, to gaze more. And it. Developed or evolved, what you call the desire, and he ended up committing the adultery with Bathsheba. Ladies and gentlemen, let's pray. Father, we thank you for this morning, this evening. You're such a wonderful God, an awesome Father. We give you praise and we give you honor. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for taking care of us. We didn't know that really all these things in life happens, but we've learned and we have understood. May your glory be manifested in Jesus' name. We love you so much, Lord. Amen and amen. Have a good night. I spoke a word you were singing over.